This is the Ball Talk Podcast, presented by Nachos and Analysis. What's going on, Tiger fans? Today is Thursday, February 22nd, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of the Ball Talk Podcast, presented by Nachos and Analysis. I'm your host, Drew Archer, and before we talk some ball, let's shout out our sponsor, Pump Monkey Septic Service. I had the pleasure of uh, getting a chance to hang out with Alan Powell, owner and operator of Pump Monkey and on my way to Clemson yesterday, happened to pass that uh, Pump Monkey Septic truck out on a call. So um, if you live in the Clemson area or the upstate and need your septic tank pumped, give them a call at 864-710-2211. Uh, again, as I said, Alan Powell, a local uh, man here in Clemson, South Carolina, um, Clemson graduate and does good, honest work. So if you need your septic tank checked out, pumped, just looked at to see, hey, do I have any issues? Give them a call at 864-710-2211. When the dump's funky, call Pump Monkey. All right, so we got that out of the way. And what a weekend it was. We now have Clemson baseball and softball to talk about. Uh, the unfortunate thing is we don't have quite as much Clemson softball to talk about as two of their games were uh, canceled this past weekend in Mexico due to weather. Um, but before we kind of break down the weekend uh, for the ladies in Mexico, I do want to do a quick update. I know this episode is airing uh, Thursday night at 7 o'clock. I'm recording this at 4.48 on Wednesday. So we have a, a Clemson softball game in progress at the moment. Uh, so at least as I'm talking softball today, I can kind of update you as it goes because we don't really have anything to review. Uh, but early, the Tigers are up two to nothing off of uh, Ariel Oda two-run home run in Charlotte. Um, and it looks like there's a pretty decent Clemson crowd out there tonight. So uh, we'll keep tabs on that as this episode uh, goes on, but let's talk about um, the games that did happen this weekend. Uh, you had two, and these were the two games that personally I was really looking forward to. I, I didn't get a chance to watch any softball because uh, it did conflict with uh, Clemson baseball's opening weekend, but the two games that I had my, my eye on was interested in following along uh, number 16, Utah, and number 24, Auburn. And both of those games got canceled due to weather. We talked about the the cool factor of uh, Lindsey Garcia getting the, to face her former team in number 24, Auburn, and we didn't get the chance to see that. But we did get a chance to see three games this weekend. Uh, the, in the three games that the Tigers played, they went 2-1, and one. Uh, so they did rack up their second loss on the season. We'll get to that one in a minute. But Tigers start the Puerto Vallarta College Challenge off with a 7 to nothing win. Um, Cagle opened that game scoring in the, the top of the first with a solo home run. Her first solo home run of the season, but 
her 60th of her career. In the third, uh, the freshman that we've we've come to learn a lot about, Julia Noller, drove the first pitch of her at bat into center field for a double that plated Oda and Brown to make it three to nothing in favor of the Tigers early. In the fifth inning, Noller added her third home run and 11th RBI of the season with a two-run shot to center. It scored Brown, who reached on a single prior to that. And then Clark got in on the home run action in the top of the six with a two-run shot uh, out of right field. And in the circle, Cagle tossed her first complete game of the season. That's her 73rd complete game in her career. Uh, She improved to 2-0 in the circle on the season. She faced 29 batters, struck out five, and earned the win there. In the second game that the Tigers got to play against UC San Diego, um, they won a little bit closer of a matchup, won that game 6-4. Clemson won this game uh, by committee in the circle. You saw Valerie Cagle go a complete game in that first matchup, this second game against UC San Diego, uh, Spencer Reagan, uh, McCubin, Thompson all pitched two innings apiece before Cagle came in in the final inning uh, to do that. She entered the game with two runners on in the seventh and forced three ground outs to earn her second save of the season there in that matchup. Then the Tigers were scheduled to face both Utah and Auburn, two ranked teams, the, the two other really great teams that were in this tournament, both canceled due to weather. Honestly, when I heard that the the Auburn game got canceled, uh, I did not expect the next game against Mississippi State to happen because I believe the Auburn game was scheduled for noon, and then Mississippi State was scheduled right after it at 3.30, so only three and a half hours kind of separating it, and that Auburn game got canceled due to uh, the field conditions, but shout out to the team there in Mexico, um, getting that field right so you can get the remaining games in. Uh, and in that remaining game, the Tigers did fall for the second time this season to the Missouri uh, State Bulldogs six to three. Uh, Cable gave Cable gave up four runs in in this start in the circle, uh, pitching five innings. She only had one strikeout before being replaced in the top of the six by Millie Thompson. She also gave up two runs. So a little bit of an uncharacteristic outing for Cagle there in the circle, giving up four runs. Um, and, and that was really um, what happened there. That was that was the story of that loss there. Thompson struck out one in her lone inning of work, um, but she did give up two runs uh, before Spencer or Reagan Spencer entered the game and um, in the seventh to face four batters. So, um Still a great start for the Tigers. You got two losses, but the the thing, the 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 similarity in this loss and their loss last weekend in the other tournament was giving up four runs early, and giving up four runs was Valerie Cagle. That's not someone you typically see uh, give up those runs. And similar to the previous loss as well, Tigers not able to to bounce back from giving up those runs uh, with some offense. So uh, Mississippi State uh, plated six runs where the Tigers could only get three across. So, uh, And then as a reminder, this game will be wrapped up by the time you listen to this episode, but the Tigers are currently facing UNC Charlotte um, in Charlotte. Let me refresh my screen here to see if we have a score update in this matchup. Nope. 
still two to nothing for the Tigers in the Queen City there. But let's take a look at what is coming up this weekend. The Tigers, they finally get to play a home game after starting uh, the season on the road with two back-to-back tournaments and then their first true road game in Charlotte tonight. Uh, They will host Ole Miss Friday at 4 o'clock for their first home game of the season in the Clemson Classic. So this weekend, the the matchups the Tigers will see, Ole Miss Friday, Miami of Ohio Saturday, and UConn Saturday as well. Uh, And then they will have a game on Sunday, depending on how the rest of the tournament shakes out. So early Sunday, the third and fourth seed will play each other. Uh, and then immediately following that, the top two seeds will face each other. We'll know who's facing who Sunday, um, late Saturday night. But quick preview of those games. Ole Miss comes to town 4 o'clock Friday. They're currently 9-1. and one. They dropped their first game of the season to BYU uh, and have gone on a nine-game win streak since. So uh, this team is hot, and Clemson's coming off a, a lengthy road trip. So, um this could be a tough matchup for the Tigers. Then Saturday, you have a doubleheader. Miami of Ohio at 1.30. Uh, they're 7-0 on the season. And then UConn uh, immediately following at 4 p.m. They are 4-7 and on the season. They started the season 1-3, uh, have been able to get a few wins in there. So um, it's been a, a big start for the Tigers, a crazy start in my opinion. I, I I still have some concerns. I want to echo the same concerns I had last week. Uh, when a team jumps on you, like the the two teams that have beaten the Tigers so far this season, they have not been able to have the offense to get back into this game. Um, and I, I think you saw a little bit better or uh, some improvement in pitching this, this past weekend. I don't know because I physically did not get to watch it, but based on what I've seen with the stats, um, you, you saw an improvement there. And just an uncharacteristic outing uh, from Valerie Cagle, uh, giving up four runs there in the loss to Mississippi State. So um, two losses on the season to two SEC teams. Um, but you're facing some, not some pushover competition you got another sec team coming to town to play friday afternoon uh, and i think this is good as preparing clemson for some of those tougher acc matchups that uh, uh that morgan and i talked about a couple weeks ago so um looking forward to hopefully getting out to mcwater stadium this weekend a lot of the times for the uh women kind of match up with the men but hopefully i can sneak away from doug kingsmore stadium for a little while and uh, check out some softball. But before we move on to baseball, we got to do our poll of the week. It's been a couple weeks since we've had one. Uh, The way you participate in this poll, follow at nachos underscore analysis on Twitter. We post a poll beginning each week. Get your voice heard. Participate in the poll. If you got comments, you disagree with something, um, get get those in as well, and we'll read them here on the air. I got a comment to read here on the air today. But this week's poll was Clemson baseball. They wore some updated Tiger script uniforms this weekend that were honestly subject to some early criticism when the pictures surfaced 
on Twitter a couple weeks back. Um, similar style, but some, some color changes and that kind of thing. But which of these new threads that the Tigers debuted this weekend were your favorite? And I did include some pictures with this as well. So they debuted a new orange Tiger script uh, home jersey that the Tigers wore on Friday, as well as a purple Tiger script that they wore on Saturday against Xavier this week. And quite honestly, before I reveal the results, this is probably the closest poll that we've ever had, whether on the Ball Talk podcast or the Nachos and Analysis College Football Show podcast. But uh, before I reveal those results, did want to shout out uh, Will Talks Baseball. He got in with a comment and said this, and he's referring to the orange cap and the purple Tiger script jerseys. He says this is one of the best combinations that Clemson has worn in any sport. And to piggyback off of him, I was I was in that camp that I was not too crazy about the the alterations that they made to these jerseys with the banner if you will that you want to call it that kind of goes under the script with it being a solid white it kind of draws your eyes away from the 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 tiger's script uh, but seeing it in person uh, it looked a lot better than I thought it would so the results here very very close uh, 51 to 49 uh, percent here. Orange Tiger script, uh, barely inched out the purple Tiger script with 51 percent of the vote. And I think I agree with this. I, I really like that look with, with the purple, and they wore it with the solid orange hats. They also broke this same uniform out again Tuesday night, um, against Presbyterian. So, a new look for the Tigers. And that new look has sparked a lot of offense. All right, on to Clemson baseball. The Tigers officially have four games under their belt. And it was a big opening weekend, and I liked what I saw. Uh, We saw a lot out of this team. Uh, So just a quick recap of opening weekend and uh, the first midweek series or midweek game, uh, the Tigers opened the season with a huge sweep over Xavier. This is not a pushover team. Uh, I think that they returned eight starters from last year's tournament team that eliminated number two Vanderbilt. Uh, saw this on Twitter from William Quackenbush. He posted this, said, this weekend Clemson baseball loaded the bases 12 of 24 offensive innings. The results, 19 plate appearances, 19 runs scored, four extra base hits, two grand slams, two sack flies, and uh, there was another grand slam added on to that Tuesday night uh, by Jaron Purify in his first collegiate hit. So uh, at the plate, a huge opening weekend. Clemson is one of just three teams to have uh, eight separate players hit home runs so far. I don't know who the other teams are. I have to imagine that Duke might be one of them. Uh, in their opening uh, weekend series, they hit 16 home runs as a team. So uh, a lot of offense there for Duke, who is actually Clemson's first ACC series next month. The Tigers will travel to Durham uh, in March to face uh, the Blue Devils there. So, uh, But quick recap of the games that we saw this weekend. Friday night, the Tigers put up 
a bunch of runs. The Tigers win this one 14 to three on opening day. Uh, graduate transfer Alden Mathis and redshirt freshman Nolan Naraki both hit grand slams to play eight runs uh, opening day. Redshirt freshman Cooper Blauser, son of former Atlanta Brave Jeff Blauser, hit a home run of his own as well. Billy Barlow uh, getting his first start of the season at opening day. I'm just going to go ahead and say that was a rough, rough first inning. Um, he hit a guy in the head. Walk some some guys. There was a a couple unearned runs, a walk. It did not go the way that the Tigers wanted to start that game off. And it was a long uh, top of the first inning. But the bottom half of the first inning was also uh, much longer. I believe I clocked it out at Doug Kingsmore Stadium as a 47-minute first inning. Uh, So it didn't start the way you wanted to in the top half, but the Tigers' offense did damage in the bottom half there, but Billy Barlow earned his uh, first win after a very tough inning, as we said, tossing five effective innings. He gave up his just three hits, two earned runs. Uh, he gave up no walks and two strikeouts. Uh, I guess I misspoke in that top uh, top intro there. He did not walk anybody in the first inning. So, uh, But two strikeouts, he did bounce back in those next four outings. Um The first inning, like I said, 40-plus minutes. Uh, Clemson responded, though, in the bottom half with seven runs, leading Xavier 7-2 to after just one inning. And that was a big part of that game. You score seven seven runs in the first inning. You you take the rest of the game, rack up seven more runs. But a big win uh, opening day uh, for the Tigers, 14-3. Then you turn around Saturday. Each of Clemson's eight runs came in the middle three inning. Uh, So that middle three, um, Matthew and I talk a lot on the college football show about that middle eight, the last four minutes before halftime and the first four minutes in the start of the third quarter being really important. And that was proven here uh, at the baseball diamond with eight runs coming there in those middle innings. Uh, Nick Clayton, Earned the win as he totaled five strikeouts and three innings pitch. Uh, Tiger starter Tristan Smith surrendered only one run on one hit with five strikeouts and four innings pitch. Luke Hammond from Xavier hit a, hit two solo home runs, but Clemson hit a handful of their own. Blake Wright hit his first of the season, and Andrew Cuffo hit his first of his Clemson career. So a big day for a lot of Tigers, and they're kind of spreading the wealth. It's not all... Uh, just one guy doing damage at the plate. Um, as we stated, the top eight Tigers have hit home runs so far this season. Then Sunday, the Tigers uh, win 11-7. to They rallied from an early deficit for the third game in a row to defeat uh, Xavier 11-7. to And that trend continues uh, on Tuesday with Presbyterian. The Tigers have come back and won uh, all four games so far. They have had early deficits. Uh, Cam Canarella extended his hitting streak to 12 games in a row, dating back to last season. Uh, And that was with a leadoff single two batters later. Blake Wright belted a two-run triple that then scored uh, Alden Mathis and ground out to score three runs in the first. Uh, Clemson put three batters on base in each of the first seven innings. Uh, Then reliever Matthew Marshall earned the win in his first outing as a Tiger. He allowed just two hits. Uh, Gave up two runs. Only one of them was earned with four strikeouts and three innings pitched. 
Uh, then we go to our midweek game with Presbyterian. And, of course, I did not write the score on that. What was our score yesterday? Uh, Tigers 8, Presbyterian 2. Uh, five runs, seventh inning, basically sealed the deal for the Tigers after Jaron Purify uh, hit a grand slam in his first with his first collegiate hit that belted that thing 265 yards. Cam Cantarella did get the, the scoring started the first pitch he saw in the first inning, hitting a 382-foot homer to right center field. And starting pitcher Austin Gordon, who a lot of people were questioning why he was not in the lineup this weekend, um, a little more evidence based on his performance uh, Tuesday night. He had a great performance, uh, two scoreless innings, but he was only in there for two innings. So I, I just don't think he's quite ready and conditioned to go as a weekend starter uh, at this point. But he earned the, uh, and then uh, Joe Allen earned the win. He tossed four innings, allowing just two hits, two runs, one walk, and two strikeouts. So, a big opening weekend for the Tigers out at Doug Kingsmore Stadium, and I will just say it was absolutely glorious to get back out there. We were blessed, especially Friday, with amazing weather. Um, Saturday and Sunday slowly dropped off a little bit and got cooler and cooler, but uh, great crowds out at Doug Kingsmore Stadium. There was 5,000-plus on both Friday and Saturday, and I was talking to some folks in the Cajun Cafe, and for a 4 o'clock opening game start, which is – Usually the the time that that first game of the season starts, uh, nobody could remember a game that there were more people, especially up in the Cajun Cafe that early, uh, that first game. So a lot of people got a chance to enjoy some some Clemson baseball this weekend. And shout out to the crowd, uh, especially the students sitting in Section L next to the Cajun Cafe Friday night. They were uh, they were given that that right fielder from Xavier uh, a, a lot of grief out there and. Uh, Made it tough on them uh, this weekend. But coming up this weekend, we have uh, uh, our second weekend of Clemson baseball. You have a weekend series with Kennesaw State and a midweek with USC Upstate. Uh, let me look real quick. USC Upstate is currently in action with Western Carolina. Let me see if I can get a score update on that one. Um, boom. USC Upstate currently trails by a run. Uh, Western Carolina up 8-7 to seven in the bottom of the fifth as we speak now. And I guess while I'm doing score updates, let's check in on the ladies in Charlotte. See how the softball is doing in their midweek game. Um, Clemson is up 3 to nothing. Matty Moore dropped a hit in the right field to score Julia Bumhart from first, according to Clemson Softball's Twitter. Uh, and shout out to all these teams that Clemson has, the, the athletic department, the social teams do a great job of updating fans, especially these games that are on some obscure streaming site that you may or may not have to pay for or get good reception. Tonight's game against uh, Charlotte is on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, I do not subscribe to them. But uh, let's take a look at this weekend for the baseball team. Kennesaw State comes to town. Um, not a great start for them this weekend. They are currently 1-3. Uh, they defeated UAB 12-7 opening day, uh, but then dropped the next two to lose the series. And then they lost to Mercer Tuesday night. 
their third of the season. Uh, they fell nine to three there. Kennesaw State finished 2023 with a 25 and 29 record. They went 14 and 16 in the Atlantic Sun Conference. They did not go to postseason. Uh, a look into the midweek series matchup, or not series, excuse me, the midweek game matchup. Uh, USC Upstate will come to Clemson. Um, they, as I said, are in action right now with Western Carolina. They did start the season 0 and 3. They were swept by Kentucky, and they were outscored 23 to 10 this weekend. Uh, Upstate did finish 2023 uh, with a 38 and 22 record. They went 21 and 6 in the Big South. They did split wins with Clemson in two midweek games last year. I believe they won the first. That was kind of when the baseball team here at Clemson was uh, having a rough start, and then the Tigers got the better of them in the second one. Um, as far as their postseason last season, uh, USC Upstate won twice versus Winthrop and lost twice to Top Seed Campbell in the Big East or excuse me, Big South tournament. So. Um, you got a couple teams that have not started the season off well coming to Doug Kingsmore Stadium over the course of the next week. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to watch and see what Duke did to some teams this weekend. Uh, but I think based on what we've seen offensively uh, out of this, this Clemson lineup early, I think you're going to see a lot of runs put up by the Tigers this weekend. And um, I don't know, as we sit here on Wednesday, I know this episode airs Thursday. I don't know that we'll see any changes to the weekend lineup. I could be wrong, but uh, I think Coach Backich liked what he saw. Uh, like we talked about, Barlow had a rough first inning, but he turned it around. And I was very pleased with all the pitching that we saw this weekend. So I don't see a need to change. Uh, someone suggested on Twitter, Gordon, who started on Tuesday, they expect by the Friday matchup with South Carolina that Gordon might be in that weekend rotation. Uh, we'll see. Only time will tell. But so far, he's only pitched two innings this season. But overall, a successful weekend for both the, the Tiger baseball and softball team. And we got another big weekend coming up. If you live in the upstate and love Clemson softball and baseball, Drive on over to Clemson because uh, you got games going on all weekend at both McWhorter Stadium and Doug Kingsmore Stadium. I haven't checked the weather recently, but the last I checked, it looked like it was going to be a little bit warmer of a weekend. So it uh, could be nice weather to come out and support the Clemson Tigers. But um, join me next week. We're going to review the Clemson Classic. Uh, we're going to review the baseball series with Kennesaw State, and we're going to preview the big rivalry series with South Carolina. Uh, anticipate having uh, a guest or two on um, next weekend. Um, haven't reached out to anyone yet. Uh, we did have Coach Monty Lee on last season previewing that. And Chris Phillips, formerly of the Spurs Up show, but now SEC Unfiltered. We'll see what we can scrounge up as far as guests next week. But regardless, like us, follow us on all major platforms. Uh, we're active on all, and um, otherwise, join me next week, and we'll talk some ball. Peace.